Welcome to Insights. This is Paul Ellis, Managing Director of Ellis Wealth Management, where we encourage you to invest in what you love. Ellis Wealth Management is an independent financial services firm focused on planning, advice, coaching, and investment management. We are dedicated to the families we serve, and we encourage you to invest in what you love. Within Insights, we look at ways to make our world richer through focusing on sharing, and developing human capital. Well, all right. What a great, great day it is in the beautiful, beautiful Pacific Northwest and I am loving this weather. I love this time of year. And um, it's one of the best places to be when the sun is out and the heat is up just a little over 72 <laughs> degrees. Listen, I am so pleased today to have with us uh, my good friend Mario Lotmore. Mario is the publisher and owner of the Linwood Times. We've spoken with him before. He's so generous to spend time with us again today and share some insights that are going on uh, with the paper and in the, in the state. And so, Mario, thank you so much for joining us today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me here, Paul. Oh, it's a it's a real pleasure. Hey, last time we spoke, we we talked about how you got into the paper business, uh, your your path, um, and now you've got the Limwood Times. You have how many how many subscribers? How many uh, people read your paper? Well, we have a circulation of oh, ten thousand, and we have over one hundred thirty thousand a month coming to our website. That oh, and then when we focus on social media, if I add, I think fifty thousand on um, Twitter and another eighty six thousand on uh, Facebook. That's amazing. Let's say these numbers again. How many subscribers? How many in circulation? How many in in uh, on social media? We have over a thousand subscribers. We have over a hundred thousand, um, hundred thirty thousand that comes to us on our website, and I would say with all of our social media, we're well over a hundred thousand. Probably, I just said, hundred and thirty thousand on social media, between Twitter and Facebook, and we just started a Truth Social account as well. Oh my goodness gracious! You have done a wonderful, wonderful job. It's a terrific, terrific newspaper. It really is. It's a terrific newspaper. One of the things that I found fascinating is you developed your paper in areas that already had newspapers and competing content and how fast you've grown and how well the communities embraced embraced your paper. Let me ask you this question. How are you seeing the paper help foster community involvement? Because people read and love your paper. Well, I'm the only paper that actually focuses on community. I would say that. Uh, it, we just found that right niche of a little bit, uh, well, we found that correct recipe that works with residents. I don't want to say what that recipe is because right. I'm assuming that my competitor will be listening. <laughs> but um, we are an authentic paper. 
and that comes across in our content. Our content isn't influential, it's there just to tell you the facts. And that's something in which a lot of mainstream newspapers have steered away from, unfortunately. And we are doing what the people want, and we're giving what the people want, and they just want the truth. Well, I can tell you that regardless of where someone is on a political spectrum, they can read your paper and you filter it, – it's old-time journalism is really what it is. It's grassroots-focused, community-focused right. journalism. Right. Correct, and you said it right there. It's just old-school, traditional journalism, uh, and um, that – and. That's and I think I have that unique approach is because I wasn't schooled in. I mean, it's kind of ironic, but we've also I've also noticed that a lot of people who come from a different field into engineering because that was my background, they seem to have somewhat of a unique perspective, and that's why we have to respect that diversity of thought and that diversity of experience because people have been able to overcome challenges by not being maybe well, like being officially trained in that. So they came with very uh, out-of-the-box thinking. And then when all of a sudden they come into the engineering field, they're like, wow, you're applying this, you're applying that. Not all the time it works, but they at least have that out-of-the-box thinking. And I believe that's what I, that's the value that I'm bringing to journalism here in the Pacific Northwest. Well, that is, that is great. Uh, and, and, that, and it's appreciated. It, it really is appreciated. Um and, and, they're the, and they're the stories of the different communities. So explain the communities that you focus on. Washington as a whole, you know, the greater Seattle area, but there's uh, both eastern and western Washington. But there's pockets that you really have dialed into. Uh, can you explain that? So, yes. So we uh, are focused on Linwood. Linwood is the up-and-coming city here in Snohomish County in 2024. The uh, Sound Transit is, uh, station is going to be completed, and Linwood is uh, right now having billions of dollars plump, pumped into, at least hundreds of millions to billion, over a billion dollars pumped into it over the next five years. And it will be the bustling uh, city that, that really, that's the first city in South Snohomish that everyone from around all of uh, Seattle, King County, Pierce are going to come to. There's, uh, so that's why we focused on Linwood first. Uh, we're also now expanded to Mukilteo. We're going to be expanding to, we also cover news in, well, pretty much we cover news all around Snohomish County, but the focus has been on Marysville, Mukilteo, and, um, and Linwood. Now we're going to be branching out to Edmonds and Lake Stevens, other parts of Snohomish, including Mill Creek. Excellent. Excellent. And my next question for you is, you know, unlike an AP paper where the news is basically cut and paste from a central source, your articles are written, again, ground level, by and large. What trends are you seeing in the news as you're putting the paper together for our region, and how does that differ from an AP-dominated paper? So the trends is, with regarding topics on trends? Correct. Well, that gives a little bit of my recipe. <laughs> okay, all right. However, I will say 
which I could see by looking at definitely human stories. We right now are living in an era where, and I can see this coming, the data is telling me this when I look at the, uh, what people are, are interested in viewing online, they're scared, they're mm. nervous, they're uncomfortable. They, they know something's not right. So anything about the economy, anything about how, how things are gonna affect their pocketbook, how things are going to affect their kids, that's what they're most interested in. Um, they're also interested in um, any topic dealing with crime. And it's unfortunate that, I mean, we've been definitely putting a balance there of getting positive stories. Unfortunately, there's been some tragedies lately um, in our community. Uh, murder rate has gone, has gone up so far. We've already exceeded our murder rate in, in certain cities. And it's just the basics. People just want to live their lives, you know, mm -hmm. and anything that's dealing with their kids, anything that's dealing with their um, well-being, well, their, their, their well-being in the sense of their economic well-being and how, how they can, how they can enjoy life. That is what I'm seeing trending. People want to feel good about themselves. They want to feel good about their direction. They want to feel good about the growth of their family. And you, you want the news. You want to know what's going on. And sometimes those things are not always positive. But mm -hmm. people do want to know what's right with the world as well. You know? Correct. So and we have been highlighting people love, oh, people love to see stories about other people's successes. Okay? Mm -hmm. They love to see that. So we, we do, we've been going out there. We've been writing on that. That's one of the main reasons I started the paper was I just felt that there hasn't been enough out there to promote what's good about people, what's good about our community. Um, we, we focus so much on celebrityism instead of, or just celebrities, instead of focused on, hey, here's this engineer, here's this student that's doing good stuff, here's this volunteer. Those are the people that really make this, that put the glue in the society. Not right. some celebrity that has millions of dollars that doesn't even live in the area that just make you want to live vicariously through them. But by you living vicariously through them, you're not doing anything with your life. So let's show the readers out there and, and really inspire other people that if this one could do it, then I could do it. I think that's great. That is really great. To your point, we have to live our own lives. This is why we invest in our communities, and this is why we invest in our, in our own development. And to highlight that, I think, is, uh, is part of the reward. We can encourage other people. Mm -hmm. Recently, you had an article regarding the Red-Tailed Hawks Flying Club that they took second, second place in the national flying competition. And the Red-Tailed mm -hmm. Hawks, their base is here at Payne Field, correct? Correct. Yep. So if you could, with, you know, we and know... Muckleteo, to be specific, that's where they're registered, actually, is uh, the corporation, but... Well, this is a fascinating, this is a, one of those stories that you're talking about. Can you explain a little bit about the Red-Tailed Hawks, who they are, and uh, about that story? The gentleman is an is a, uh, engineer in Boeing, and uh, I believe a quality engineer, but I would just say an engineer at Boeing. And what he does is he created the Red-Tailed Hawks to inspire uh, minorities and people of color, both men and women, to um, young boys and girls to be pilots, uh, because that is a shortage is to have um, pilots who are black or um, of Hispanic. And of course, when you, when people want to talk about demographics overall, um, which I think is very unhealthy, 
a lot of times a person that you could look uh, the only person you could look up to is someone that may not look like you because that 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 generation or that group of people have the experience so here this gentleman he befriended someone who taught him and now he's just passing it on to someone to a new, a new generation how is the paper helping foster community involvement what are you seeing well first thing i see is just discussions i see so much discussion on social media I see people that have not been engaged before now being engaged. I see when I go out, people just come up to me with ideas for story, for stories and for articles. The same thing happens to my reporters. One of the main reasons that I started this paper was to promote what is being what just those unsung heroes in the community, as I said before. Mm-hmm. And um, so one example of that would be Project Girl. Uh, that's an article that we wrote about uh, several weeks ago, and uh, it was started by Olympia Edwards uh, in 2012, and it's located here in Edmonds, sorry, in, uh, in Linwood, and it focuses on empowering young women of color by mentoring them, giving them life, life skills, coaching them through any issues they may have, and, um, and they meet once a week and uh, throughout the school year. Uh, to uh, provide that mentorship. And that organization has been around for 10 years. I never heard of it. Wow. You know, I, I not many people have heard of it. And uh, just, you know, they were in our uh, paper, as I said, a few weeks ago. And just as of on August 1st, uh, the uh, city of Linwood hosted a Project Go mentoring program where the female um, elected officials shared their experiences and gave the, 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 the young uh, women words of encouragement and, um, and the hurdles they had to overcome. So, you know, share, sharing that experience with them. And that's one great example. Uh, you, if anyone's interested in learning more about Project Girl, they could be found on www.project-girl.com. Another um, great example would be the uh, Red Tail Hawks Flying Club. Mm, yes. uh, I didn't know much. I didn't right here in Muckleteo. I didn't even know much about them until you just you know you search online and and, and on social media and you found it. And uh, this was found by Jesse Hayes in 2013. Mm-hmm. And uh, those of you who don't know, the Red Tail um, uh, Hawks uh, Flying Club is named after the Red Tail uh, Tuskegee Airmen and the Seattle Hawks. That's where the Hawks function comes from, okay. the football team. And, um, you know, a lot of you may not know that the, uh, if you know your history, back in World War II with the Tuskegee Airmen, uh, that they had, I think, over 15,000 um, uh, combat flights during World War II, and they were very successful. There were some reports that they didn't lose a bomber, and then there's some reports that they lost about 25 bombers. You know, <laughs> don't know. We'll find out, I guess, eventually in the future. Um, but uh, they're, they're, the goal for the Red Tail Hawks Flying Club is to empower underrepresented communities that have a, those students that have a passion for aerospace to pursue aviation and STEM careers. That's one reason I did it. You know, I was a Star Trek fan, mm. you know, so I, I pursued, I wanted to make an engine. I wanted to make a warp engine guys. I was a geek. Okay. And I used to, I had a huge imagination and okay. I originally was an engineering physics major. Um, but then I went into industrial engineering and now I own a newspaper. I know it's weird, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, over 3000 students have gone through their doors and uh, they operate um, under the uh, Black Pilots of America. 
um, which was established in 1997. And each year, the uh, Red Tail Hawk sponsors three to five young cadets in Mukilteo to attend the Black Pilots of America's National Flight Training Program in Houston, Texas. So again, giving that, giving Jesse and that club that recognition, and again, highlighting the positivity of these unsung heroes in our community. I mean, who is this guy who is a, a Boeing engineer that just did this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to learn more about the Red Tails uh, uh, Hawks Flying Club, you can find them at redtailhawksflyingclub.org. Didn't, uh, another what I was going to say, another didn't, great person. Oh. I, I'm sorry for interrupting real quick, but the Redtail mm-hmm. Hawks, didn't they just take second place in a national flying comp- competition? Yes, they did. Yes, they did. And um, that was I, when, when he posted that and we quickly reached out and um, they they took second place. And let me let me see if I can remember right now. Um It was in Arkansas. So they just took second place overall at the uh, Grinder Field in, um, it was Operation Skyhook flying competition. And it, and it was, uh, it was uh, Jalen Palmer. He actually got second place. Excellent. Excellent. Yes. 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 And um, one unsung hero here we have locally in Mukilteo as well is uh, Nick. Yes. From Nick's Barbershop. I, I, I mean, this is a person. I, I She's been around, uh, well, just so you guys know. I'm just going to do a shout-out. Nick's Barbershop, home of the $8 haircut. I don't know how the heck she's doing it with inflation, but it's home. I, <laughs> hey, if she adjusts, it might be $8.80. But um, <laughs> Nick's Barbershop, home of the $8, uh, $8 haircut. Been serving, uh, been cutting hairs uh, since uh, 2012. She started in uh, right under... Uh, I guess in the garage of her uh, of her uh, townhome, and, um, and and that's pretty much still where the haircuts are being are, are, are being done. And um, I just don't understand how you know. To me, Nick represents the best of Mukilteo. She um, always amazes me on. It just right now amazes me on how she has not been Mukilteo Citizen of the Year yet. Shout out! I think people need to maybe nominate her for next year. Um, but she, to me. Her establishment represents community. It truly is a place where everybody knows your name. I think you've gone there too, or your child has gone there, correct? She is. She is my. Uh, she's my hair designer. She is wonderful. <laughs> Sorry, Nick. <laughs> well, she also has a program. I mean, she's absolutely wonderful. Uh, they people connect with her, and it's mm-hmm. really a com- it's a really a community hotspot. As, as as many excellent barber shops across the U.S. are, Nick um, has embraced Mukilteo, opened up her doors and her family, and is involved in so many things. One of the things she's involved in is a program that she put together uh, with the Mukilteo police, and I believe it's called Cops and Barbers, Cops isn't it? And, it's Cuts with Cops. Cuts and with it's Cops. Every November to raise awareness for uh, prostate cancer. Excellent. Talk about that a little bit. So, uh, so, so uh, last year, so this year would be the if she's going to believe she's going to have it this year would be her uh, the fourth annual uh, cuts with cops. Uh, it's every November. The proceeds 
that are donated for cops and uh, for keep, <laughs> the cops and barbers at the sheriffs. We'll talk about that later. But the cuts with cops is uh, donated either to a person in need locally or to a local men's health awareness charity. And it's where the Muckle TOPD come in and cut uh, cut the hair of residents. <laughs> mainly a lot of kids and it, it really is a great event i think last year we had definitely kang he was cutting here we had a few officers i believe both mayors were there at that time um that cut well one was the well technically both mayors but one one was running for re-election the other one both were running for re-election isn't the weirdest thing here that happens in muckle to i don't know but um, but yeah it, it really uh, it, it's a great event she also hosts movies in the park as well mm-hmm. they do movies in the park so she does a lot of events as i said she is a citizen of uh from muckle to a, a great example of a, of a muckle to resident yes. another uh program is uh cops and barbers that's with the sheriff's program uh i i didn't write about that there were um some other uh, news agencies that did write about the program, and that is to foster a uh, relationship um, between um, uh, underrepresented communities, mainly African Americans, and uh, and the sheriff's department to just remove those roadblocks and to start that discussion. Um, but, you know, to remove certain tensions that are there. Uh, another great person, uh, great person here that uh, in Mukilteo is uh, Rachel and Dan Kittle. Mm-hmm. With um, every year, they do these community launch projects that uh, are just incredible. And uh, what the uh, what these projects do, uh, they're pretty much just random acts of kindness around the community. And their company or their nonprofit called Leadership Launch empowers and equips young student leaders for tomorrow. And that and it's been around since 2014. If anybody wants to know more about that program, it's leadershiplaunch.org. And the sheriff, our sheriff Fortney year, has a mentoring program called Lead the Way. Mm. And that's been around since 2001, sorry, 2021. And I believe they've already had two graduating classes. They have another one happening this fall. It'll be the third graduating class this fall. And it's for, they meet once a week uh, uh, where, uh, and, and each week is like a different program, pretty much. And that's where members of the sheriff's office, they work with the uh, teens between 13 to 17 years old, where they discuss goals. Um, they talk about racial equity and racism, um, making good decisions, um, many weighing out the consequences for your decisions, drug and alcohol uh, abuse and how to cope with that or cope with people that you know are, are currently in active addiction and uh, provide career and professional direction advice. Uh, that, that, that program has been very successful, and uh, it was started by Sheriff Adam Fortney himself. And uh, I, I remember the first year, he, was, he had some bags under his eyes. It was a lot of work. And um, I, I think that the community is really appreciative. I know all the families that I've spoken to whose kids have gone through that program really been truly appreciative of the sheriff's office and Sheriff Fortney for doing this. But so these are just some of the things that are going on in our, in our neighborhood in which you haven't seen really anywhere else, but the Linwood times. And you guys have done a terrific job in highlighting these heroes, local heroes doing things to, you know, better the community. You have buried the lead here somewhere though. There's also another story that, uh, we need to talk about, and that's 
that's the awards that the Limwood Times has just received. No paper, you, you don't do it all alone. You've got a terrific staff, terrific writers, and you've just been named to receive a number of awards. So let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so the Linwood Times is a member of the Washington Newspapers Publicist Association. We've been a member since 2000 and right when we started, 2020, I believe, or 2019, I think 2000, 2019. <laughs> COVID kind of takes you off. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so since 2019 when we started and um, we uh, uh, submitted uh, articles Every well, first let me back up. So every year, the Washington Newspapers Publicists Association has uh, an, an award ceremony in October. This year, it's going to be in, in Bellingham, and uh, my employees are going to be treated to this. We're, we're, I'm going to take them up there. It's a two it's a two day conference, um, so all paid for by you know, you know Linwood Times is my appreciation to my employees. And I told them that their bonuses at the end of the year is going to be based off of some of the awards <laughs> as a so, you know appreciation for, um, for for the work they've done. But yeah, so we submitted a um, I submitted a number of stories in both uh, typical in the news for news for news stories, but all, written news stories, but also for multimedia. And uh, we received awards in both categories, and they named all of all of my journalists. Um, and even some of the contributors have been awarded, uh, have been awarded, are, are going to be awarded. We don't know what, we don't know for which stories yet. And so, cause I submitted multiple stories per journal, per, uh, per contributor or journalist. So, uh, we'll just have to wait and see in November. So that's the excitement, but I'm truly appreciative, uh, to the judges. I'm truly appreciative to the community. And I'm truly, truly appreciative to um, both Bo Brusco, to um, um, Olivia, to Keenan, um, to Keenan uh, Briscoe. I have a Brusco and a Briscoe. I sometimes get them mixed up. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, they they do great work. Um, very, they do great work, and uh, I've been very fortunate to that they work for for the Linwood Times and and they contribute to the Linwood Times. So. Um, and I, uh, I, you know, I just, I, I truly do love my employees and I say we're a big family here. So well, you guys do and a wonderful, we, you guys do a wonderful job, wonderful job. Thank you. Let me ask you this question. Uh, how can people subscribe to your paper? Uh, can they subscribe if they're not in Limwood or Edmonds or the Muckleteo area? Can they subscribe? And if so, how does one subscribe to your paper, and how do they follow your paper, including your digital coordinates? So if anyone wants to support the Linwood Times, you can support us by going to linwoodtimes.com slash support dash us, or go to linwoodtimes.com, and then you will see at the top where it says subscribe and about us. And that's where you can subscribe to the the Linwood Times, or you can just give a donation. Uh, We have a lot of members in the community that contribute. They don't want a subscription. They just want to contribute to the Linwood Times, and and we take those donations, and I'm truly appreciative. We call them our sponsors. We are, right now, I just hired a... Uh, sales and business development uh, manager, and he's going to be uh, taking pretty, basically what's going on. What I've noticed is that I'm starting to grow, <laughs> uh, 
And uh, I, there's not two of me, so I need to get someone that can now just start handling that growth aspect. Well, mainly the sales and, um, and, and, and just that financial revenue growth aspect of it. And so we're going to be, anyone who's a, a subscriber, they're going to start seeing some benefits, um, more benefits than just contributing. Um, and then we're also looking at having an annual awards dinner or just an annual dinner. Uh, one thing that I like to mention every year, the Linwood Times has a, uh, a, a Linwood Times person of the year. In the previous year, it was uh, Dr. Spitters for his work on COVID and last year, or I should say for this year, it, it is Van Den Kuno and uh, she's a local Mukilteo resident. And I'm trying to think who kind of, so far, I, I don't know who's going to be this year. Every, uh, at the end of the year is when uh, the uh, editorial board, we all decide who's going to be the citizen of the year, but typically it's someone who does a great uh, impact to the community and um, to the overall Snohomish County community. And, um, but we are thinking of creating an awards dinner every mm-hmm. year for that but again that takes fun but uh that's where people were going to contribute that's how they can kind of contribute they can even uh learn a little bit more about the staff and who's on the editorial board if they can find us on facebook they can find us on twitter and they can find us on instagram and they can find us on uh, truth social and the handle it's the same handle for all of them and it is Linwood Times. That's it. <laughs> it's Linwood Times, all one word, no spaces. Um, I'm also proud to announce that we'll be launching a Spanish newspaper called Que Pasa, which is what's happening in Spanish. And uh, uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. But that's going to be launching within the next few weeks. Excellent. So I'm very proud for that venture. Correct. So we're branching out. And uh, I, I'm just, again, very, very appreciative and very humble by all the support that I'm getting from everyone in the community. Thank you. Well, Mario, this has been a real pleasure to sit down with you again, have an opportunity to catch up and and explain, explain the stories, explain the community involvement, uh, sharing, and we're celebrating with you for the, all the awards that your journalists are doing uh, or they are receiving rather for the great stories that they're writing, and thank you, thank you, thank you. I truly appreciate your time. Thank you, thank you very much for having me on, Paul. Oh, my pleasure. And as always, we want to encourage you to invest in your community, invest in yourself, but most of all, invest in what you love.